I'm doing all right. We, I, I did, if you want to see my lovely coffee rum bunt cake I made today. Uh, only if you on. want to see the chocolate zucchini sour cream cake I made last night. Is that good? Like zucchini and chocolate? Have you ever had zucchini bread? I see, you're, that's why I'm asking, because my mom was like, yeah, I, I love zucchini bread, blah, blah, blah. And to me, zucchini bread sounds more like it should be called zucchini loaf. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't... no, so you, it's, you, don't, you don't taste the zucchini in it at all. It, it literally disappears into it. You just use it for, um, to add moisture, to make it moist. Even... <laughs> what do you feel about that word? I, I, I don't have a problem with it. I know some people hate it. So I, I, always, I always enjoy emphasizing it and saying moist. Let's get right up close. <laughs> moist. Yeah. What about what about the the other term for women's underwear? Hate that. Hate okay. it. Hate it. Okay, so it's funny. So you I don't was, like when I, I say knickers? No, I'm not kidding. <laughs> I, I, I don't I don't mind that. Um, Pantaloons. There was a, I was at like a, a an awards dinner or some sort of like end of year dinner at SMU once, and a guy at our table said that he he has three words that he hates: the word moist. The mm-hmm. word finger and the word finger. Bunt. So he was. What was the third one? I'm sorry. Yeah, you enter. You talked over it. I'm sorry. Uh, just bunt. finger was such a. You just did it again. <laughs> well, I'm, listen, finger. I'm explaining the first time. Finger was such a shocker. Bunt. Like bunt cake. Yes, and so we had dessert at this dinner, and we were like, "Oh, this cake. It's so moist." Did you try and he was the... like, "Oh," and I was like, "Yeah, but it's also crumbly. Like you could eat it with your fingers." And he was like, "Ah!" And then somebody else was like, "Would you call this a bunch cake?" And then he just like got up and jumped out the window. Basically, I think he pushed his chair away and was like, "Well, now I can't eat it." That's so weird. Um, but are you sending me a picture of this? I was cake? just gonna show it to you. I can. I guess oh. I can. I, I texted to you. You know what the, the word that's been bugging me lately? Chicken, chicky nuggies. <laughs> when people say chicky nuggies instead of chicken tenders, it bothers me. I'm I'm sorry. I don't think I think I've heard like two people say that. Are you I've, hearing that a lot? I've seen it a lot on. Yeah, if you told me there was zucchini in this, I wouldn't believe you. Yeah, that's why I took a picture of the inside, like of the inside of a slice, to show that like. No, there's no zucchini in. Like, it, it disappears into it. You, what you do is you shred, or not shred, you grate the zucchini. Like, I grated it in my food processor. You salt it, and you set it aside so some of the moisture leaks out. Because zucchinis hold so much moisture. Yeah. And then you give it a very gentle squeeze as you lift it out of the bowl, and then you just put it into the cake batter. <laughs> this, your cake looks like it belongs in, like, a magazine. Mine is not beautiful, but what it lacks in beauty, it makes up for in taste. Tara helped with the dusting, and it was, I just held it over the sink, and she kind of, it was funny because our, our sifter, which is the small one we were using, was uh-huh. in the the the, uh, the washing the wash the washing machine the dishwasher. The dishwasher. It's <laughs> like that's not right. Um, so she was holding like the giant pasta sieve that we have and like <laughs> doing it that way. So it was a little ridiculous, but it turned out very lovely. Yeah, it looks nice. It, it's um. not nearly. It's got coffee and rum in it, but it's not nearly as those flavors aren't very pronounced. It's pretty mild, but. I mean, what really makes, what brings this cake together is the, the chocolate glaze that you pour on top. Like, that's what makes it, like, like uh, it needs a frosting of some sort. Because it's, it's like, a, just a very, also, this is the first time I made a cake from scratch. It's just, like, a very good chocolate cake that could pair well with, like, anything else. Like, I think there's a lot you could do to this cake. Uh, I had a, a neighbor who was out, and she said, could I get you anything? I'm like, well, if you see some flour, grab it for me. She brought me cake flour. And I was like, well, this isn't what I wanted, but let's see what I can make for it. So this is on the back of the box. Yeah, no, that's... um. So I took half over there. 
Oh, that was nice. Yeah. Well, I'm I have, also, um... It's a big cake and I'm like, I don't know. Oh, is it? Okay. Cake. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have uh, about two thirds of my cake stored in the fridge because I'm going to go see my parents next weekend. And um, I looked up how you store a frosted cake for like best results. And what? basically it was like, eh, you put something, put it in the fridge for a little bit for the icing to harden, then you wrap it in plastic wrap and put it in a container. And I was like, oh, okay. Is it healthier with the zucchini in it or why do you use I, zucchini? You you use it, uh, people use zucchini. I think the zucchini is in it, A, because people often, when you have zucchini, you have a lot of zucchini and it's like, oh, hey, here's a way to use up some of your zucchini. Um, and also because it it's, adds moisture to it. it, it no, yeah, this is okay. in no way, this like took a, this cake from being like, not to make fun of your condition, but from being like diabetes in a pan to like, oh, you'll just get diabetes next week now instead of right now. <laughs> from diabetes to hypoglycemia. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's just like this thing has like a stick of butter, a cup and a half of sugar. Like it is by no means like a, a healthy. I am shocked. I also made oatmeal cookies yesterday and they turned out terrible. Oh. I made the balls too big because i was like oh i'll use like i got the whole batch in the oven so that's how big the like plops of cookie dough were oh the... so did they all like spread together and they all spread all, together like, and then i went oh i better leave them in longer and then i forgot how long i left them in so they're very like they looked like too soft so i was like well and then now they're hard and i'm probably just gonna end up throwing them away like i have just been shocked because i haven't done a whole lot of in my life like treat baking yeah so I am shocked at the amount of, like, sugar that goes into everything. Okay, I have, this is the first, this quarantine is the first time I have ever baked stuff from scratch. And same here, because yeah. I am so, I usually get a boxed mix, and then I'll doctor it from there. Like, I won't just bake the cake like they say. I'll be like, what if I added chocolate chips or something? Now that I'm baking stuff from scratch, I'm like, goodness gracious! Yeah, so this this cake I, I made started off with two sticks of butter and two cups of sugar and one half cup of brown sugar yeah it's like mix that together until it's fluffy and then sift flour more and i'm like good lord like i don't know i think it's giving me a more appreciation of it's funny because i think it's making me want to eat treats less well it's funny i'm when i made my the first thing i made at the beginning of this was a chess pie and it called for something like i think a cup and a half or two cups of sugar and it was delicious, but it was so sweet that I could barely finish one piece. Are you looking at Leo? Yes. It's <laughs> it's not to diminish our time together, but watching him climb up on that sofa lately has just been like my favorite part of every recording. I'm like, here comes Leo. <laughs> oh, I mean, imagine this in staff meeting when I'm like talking right, and suddenly right. he's like, whoop, here I go. And then my coworker's like, oh my God, Leo. Because um, maybe it's the angle he's at, but he kind of has a little bit of a, of a, of a, of a, of a, thick seat of a dumpy butt <laughs> like and he's just like waddle 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 and gets up there i know <laughs> how dare you <laughs> he has the hind end of a french bulldog it is true he has very stocky back legs <laughs> i'm gonna take a picture next time because it's just the angle because for a second he kind of like waddles up there and i'm like this is one particular shot that i'm like yes um, he has some junk in the trunk, but not yeah. nearly as much as he used to before he started losing weight. Oh, see, now you've heard his feelings. <laughs> and, <laughs> and now he's like, I'm going out of angle. Oh no, I'm just going to leave my backside in angle for you. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, yeah, but I think the next time I make chess pie, I'm going to try, I'm just going to like try incrementally to decreasing the sugar until I get to a point where I feel like it's sweet enough to where it yeah. doesn't really change the like essence of the pie. But cause I swear before it was like, this is delicious. I feel like I am like just coating my teeth and my insides in sugar so 
I made Philly cheesesteaks too for dinner, so it's been a real health conscious evening. Wow. Wow. I mean, it's... I made sourdough bread. At... Oh, wait, did you hear all the rain on Friday night? Yeah. All the thunder and lightning? Okay. It actually woke me up, which is saying a lot because I, um, I think as you and Tara may remember from when I stayed with y'all, I sleep with earplugs and a white noise machine. So like yes. nothing, nothing gets in. Um, it woke me up and the lightning was so extreme that it went through my sleep mask. Like I could see oh, it wow. through my sleep mask. Um, so I couldn't go to sleep. So I baked th- sourdough at like 3 a.m. <laughs> wow. So anyway, yeah, so I've also had a very culinary weekend. Yes. Um, um, speaking of... Uh, speaking of projects... And, I was going to oh. say, speaking of treats, it's time to get to this oh, episode. But speaking of puppers... Oh. Hi, lady! Oh, you can look out the window. She is... She has been in everywhere. She's... Yeah. She's very much into being on this couch when we record stuff, so... Um, well, Leo is now in my lap. He is hurt. His feelings are crying. hurt. He, and he you. will not let you ogle his physique again. <laughs> I am not a piece of meat. Um, all right. So you ready? Yeah. Hello, Seattle. I'm Ryan. I'm Laurel. And we're the Craniacs. We get together and we talk about Frasier. Uh, and we are starting season six today. Woo! So wait, I'm really bad at things like this. When we get halfway through season six, is this... No, we're over halfway through. It was like season five, five and a halfway through season five or no, halfway through season six. We'll be halfway through the series. Is that right? I might, I might do it by episode and we can take a look here at a little bit, but. Uh, okay. I mean, well, there's 24 episodes per season and we've done five seasons. Well, so that's. Uh, oh, this is interesting. Uh, it's got their rating on this thing of, of the season. Last season apparently tied with home improvement for ratings. And, and wasn't wasn't that the show you said that your family watched? Like you yes. weren't a Fraser family, you were a home improvement family. We will hit the halfway point with episode one thirty two, which is the twelfth episode of this season. So well, exactly halfway through this season. Yes. But yes, we are kicking off season six and season five ended on a cliffhanger. I can't believe we get we're more we're almost halfway through this thing and Daphne and Niles haven't gotten together. Um, yes. And we don't know if they do. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, it ended on a cliffhanger, which was crazy. With the entirety of KACL being fired as they switched formats to Latino music. So we are on season six, uh, I almost said chapter one, episode one, Good Grief. Frazier deals with the loss of his job as though it were a loved one, moving through the five traditional stages, denial, anger, bargaining, grief and acceptance each with some weird results yeah for some reason i thought there was a different one in there but we so how did you like this one i actually like this one a lot i did too i I like a while since we've been in agreement yeah i like the way that they i remember this episode from when it first aired but i liked the way that they showed the different stages of grief yes and i like that they used the the title cards and like that like traditionally not just like an an extra joke in there although they ended up being a joke at the end Yes, which we'll, which we'll get to. But I don't know. I just thought that this... Also, I feel like we don't get a lot of episodes where we get to... Where everybody else is the very grounded, normal person and mm-hmm. Frasier is the one who's the loose cannon. And so it was nice to see that. And I, I felt like Frasier, while still kind of a jerk during this, it was like because there was a reason behind it yes. and everyone was kind of accepting of it because he was trying to transition through his grief of losing his job and, and his identity in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... And so while it didn't feel un esque it was still not like, we ended season five with me just being like, I'm kind of done with this character. And I, I'll be honest, I went into this one defensively. 
Yeah, I, I I recall that, especially like you and Tara were like, Frazier's not a nice person. Frazier's a jerk. And there, I've just said, yeah, the, the season five ending episodes, like the final four or five, not good looks for Frazier for the most right. part. Um, but yeah, I think this makes him seem a lot more human and you kind of sympathize with him a little bit. Um, especially, and it's funny, when I was younger and watched this, I was obviously like, gets his self-worth from a job, but... My at my first job in Dallas, we lost a big client that I worked on that through, through like no fault of anyone. Like it was some like politics having to do like completely outside of our company. And I just remember being like incredibly upset and like not like sure about how I like talked about my job anymore. And I remember my therapist being like, it sounds like you got some of your self-worth from like these clients that you worked on and stuff. And that's been really big in me completely separating myself from like my job. Like I've lost clients since then. And I'm like, okay, so now I don't care what clients think. Yeah. Well, let's, Um, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about Frazier's journey in this episode. So in the first stage of grief, uh, denial, Frazier sounds like he's in a pandemic. All of the projects he was doing, I was like, you know what I I I need to be doing any of these? Do I need to start sketching my own furniture? (laughs) I wrote, uh, oh, this is Requiem for a Tuesday from, uh, Parks and Rec when he's like doing the, that's the name of his, his, uh, stop motion Oh, Ben Wyatt, when he's, yeah, like, ben unemployed Wyatt, so he, for a while. When he's like, watch what I did. And it's like, the beginning goes, Requiem for a Tuesday. It's like, doo-doo, stand in yeah, the, in and the place just, where <laughs> you live. And then it just stops. Yeah, I was about to say, you've already done three times more of the song than, the, than it was actually in the video. And then he doesn't realize that that's all he's done until yeah, Chris watches like, it. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, my God. I, I like how this, they brought that back into the special yes. a few weeks ago. That's um, that's that's how this felt. Where he's like, "Oh, I'm writing an opera," but a, but a very Frasier version of that. I'm writing about an Robert opera. Robert and Elizabeth Browning. <laughs> uh, who is that? I, I missed the. Oh, kind they're of um, like... they're they're poets. Um, Robert Browning's a poet. Um, I think, and it's Elizabeth Barrett Browning. I th- mm-hmm. I mean, I think they're both poets. They're both definitely authors. Um, I loved yeah. him him making his dad sing along, and then his dad <laughs> singing later in the in the elevator. We're <laughs> not. He's like. Was I singing that before Miss So-and-so got off? He's like, Dad, that's why she got off. I believe that's why she got off. I think I, I wish Niles would have been like, she doesn't even live on that floor. Yeah. That's, she's, I'll just take the stairs. Um, this, I, oh, one, this one felt like we're starting to get more and more people I recognize. There were a couple people in the back who were like uh, background characters that are actors I recognize. When he was doing the audition in the beginning, do you know who like the 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 backstage person who was talking to him do you know no, who that was? but he looked familiar had you ever watched psych no no oh, he's the chief from psych he is you never watched the three things i know him from are psych supernatural and gallivant and i don't know if you've seen any of those no no i haven't but no. he's the chief on uh, timothy odmanson okay see i, I watched the credits of the because i thought several people looked familiar and i knew none of the people in the credits so uh, tell us, tell us a little bit more about this episode, and I will look up to see. Oh, he's apparently in Mission Impossible Three, but I don't remember that. Yeah, I also haven't seen that. <laughs> Starship Troopers. Uh oh. Judging I... Amy. Nope. <laughs> this is us. Yes, I, I I watched like a season and a half of that. Apparently, you watched the season with Gregory because that is the character. He's an American housewife. Okay. Uh, the Woody Woodpecker movie from 2017 that I don't even know was a thing. Okay. Lucifer. Yeah, you, I mean, you're Nancy hitting on Tr- things. Wait, 
Angie Tribeca, was that a show you watched? I know of that show I did not watch. I was okay. going to say, you're naming shows that I've heard of, but not yes. shows that I watch. <laughs> um, yeah, I, hot I, Cleveland, I like... Hot in Cleveland, he was hot in Cleveland. So he was on another show with Jane Leaves. <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> um, I Also, the star of Zoe's uh, Extraordinary Playlist on NBC is named Jane Levy, and it mm-hmm. confuses me so much. Like, it'll be like, Jane Levy on Jimmy Fallon tonight. I'm like, oh! Ooh, and I'm like, oh, it's not Jane Leaves. <laughs> she's in a, she's had a very strange career. Her big movie I knew her from before this was the Evil Dead remake, which was like, uh, like super. She's done a couple horror movies. Wait, are you talking about Jane Levy? Jane Levy, yes. Okay. From Zoe's Infinite yes. Playlist, which do you like that show? It is okay. I call it Zoe's Infinite Playlist too. It's just Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, and I'm like, never gonna call it that. <laughs> You're thinking of Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Thank you. <laughs> which I love. I love that movie so much. And I called it that um, on a Marco Polo to Leah. And then I was like, that's not the title of the show, is it? It should be called that, though, because it is right. an infinite playlist. Do I like the show? Um, There are parts of it I like, and there are parts that really make me cringe. So mm. I don't think it's going to get renewed. It Honestly, its season finale felt like a series finale. So I was kind of like, well. Yeah. Um. So Frazier does that interview with them, and the guy's clearly like, oh, we'll call you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did I do something wrong or did you no, burp? No, I, I burped. <laughs> okay, okay. But you, it looked I'm, like you were like... No, I... Like I, I, I accidentally I'm, said the C word or something. <laughs> you looked at me like... Like something horrible got no, caught on just, tape. No, I, I, I thought it was going to be like a silent burp. Instead, it was actually like audible. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> okay. I, <laughs> I, I'm, I, I'm, dr- I'm, I'm drinking a sparkling water, so... Yes. So this is when we see the first uh, title card. This is Denial. Mm-hmm. And we're... Uh, I think Tara was like, here, do you feel better now? <laughs> that was disgusting. <laughs> Where Tara uh, was like, oh, are they going to go through all five stages? Like, she called it pretty early. And I and, and I like that they did that. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I feel, I need to bring up my notes, but I feel like I'm having a time remember exactly, a hard time remembering what happened here. In the anger stage, he throws the picnic for the families of KSCL yes. and, and where he's cooked all the food and it's all terrible. <laughs> yeah, everyone's like, and I like, I like everyone's reaction to it because like Gil is like, oh, first of all, is Gil's <laughs> hair like way redder than it normally is? I didn't notice that. Oh, I thought it seemed, I, I thought it seemed a little like he, he he had some highlights. But yes, I forgot what he said, but he definitely was like. He almost mugs to the camera. Like, he turns away from all the characters in the scene. It's like if, if we were in a group and I just looked off to the distance and was like, your Baba Ganoush made me think. <laughs> almost like you were in Fleabag. Wait, did y'all watch Fleabag? Have not yet. Okay. That would be she, a good she, one to start. She breaks the, the fourth wall a lot and talks to the camera. It's kind of a, a thing within the show, so. You mean like uh, House of Cards? Oh, wait, we don't talk about that anymore. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I stopped watching that show before you were, like, then not supposed to watch the show because I was like, this show got bad. So, anyway. I like the uh, picnic because it is, like, everybody's, like, we got a job doing this. It was interesting to me that, A, Roz has a new haircut, which looks almost, like, 50s mom-ish. I wrote down that everybody had gotten haircuts. Like, Daphne had a new haircut. Mm-hmm. Niles had a new, Niles's hair was different. I was like... yes. Um, cause you know me, I will, I will notice any minutia about David Hyde Pierce that has changed. And I was just like, wow, everybody got a little summer, summer haircut. Maybe, maybe it was something part of the red hair was a difference. And it felt like the cameras got updated this season. Like everything felt brighter. Everything felt sharper. Yes. Yeah. It wasn't in widescreen. 
or like HD or anything mm-hmm. like that. It wasn't quite there yet, but it definitely felt like we you're, were you're watching. Right. Things didn't feel as dulled. I noticed, especially yeah. in, in the picnic scene, and maybe that's because it was outside and everything, but. Yeah, I was noticing that I think when, when Niles came in, it felt like everything everything was a little sharper. Man, we really shouldn't drink carbonated drinks while we're on I know, the I know. This is the burp episode. Um, yeah. I, and the sad I, thing is we're just drinking sparkling water. <laughs> I know, it's nothing exciting. I, I It's Waterloo uh, strawberry flavored. Stro- oh, strawberry. So people love to ask, like, if I'm a, like if they see me drinking Big Swig, they're like, oh, do you ever drink Waterloo? And I'm like, guys, actually, I'm not a snob about my sparkling water. I really like Big Swig Chili Mango, but, like, I will drink pretty much any brand, so... We, I, the only one I don't really like is LaCroix in general. Same um, thing with, I like, see, White Claw. That was my OG. I first got into sparkling water because of LaCroix. And give me an orange LaCroix any day. I think it was from for a few people. But, uh, yeah, I said Roz, Roz's hair is mom hair, but it's still great. I think I, I think Tara mentioned something about uh, Daphne's hair. I think you're right. Like, everybody, it feels like this season was, like, Maybe they started having contract negotiations and like they got a little more money and the yeah you know, or, or a little glow up season maybe definitely felt like it. So he's teaching everyone how to use a pinata and he finds out like uh, well uh, sorry going back to where Roz talks to him Roz it's weird that Roz like I mean not so much weird but like she has hitched her horse to this wagon. Yes, I thought that was strange. I was like Roz, can't you go get a job outside of uh, yeah. the job that Fraser gets? I mean, I mean, I guess maybe, for story purposes, why they keep them together, but... Partially, and also maybe because she's a new mother, and, like, she's... It's, it's easier for her to be like, you get a job and then bring me on with you. I don't know. Yeah, I mean... And also, I don't know, like, people who maybe know about this correct us if we're wrong, but maybe that's a thing where, like, you have a producer that you really gel with, and you mm. all become just kind of like a package deal. When you come in to a new station or something, you bring your own producer with you. Yeah. I don't... I, I truly don't know. Um... I like that 2D, the story time lady, Is talked that? about it. Yeah, and how she got picked up on public television. And then she goes, ka-ching! And I'm like, yeah. public television is not ka-ching. Unless you're Downton Abbey. Um, um, so after he beats the pinata and his cell phone to a pulp at the family picnic, Niles is thrilled because it means Frazier's in the anger mm-hmm. um, stage. And then they move on to bargaining where Frazier hosts a get-together for his fan club. That normally meets on the internet. <laughs> so I, I just read this note and you just remind me what it means. Um, I, th- a little Ryan LOL was the part where when they're coming in off the elevator and he's like, they're talking about bargaining. And he says, what's bargaining? He's like, oh, when you make a deal with God. And he's like, oh, yeah, I was having a hard time at the forest. And I told the guy I'd never have another bottle of Valentine's if I ever did this. And he goes, but you still drink all the time. He goes, not out of bottles, baby. <laughs> yes. So... It's funny. I thought I thought that was humorous, but it also like annoyed me because I was like, "That's cheating, Martin." <laughs> I I just like it was, may have mostly been his delivery was so like yes. it was so charming. Yes. Um, and it was also not just having like a tough time on the force. It was when he was in the hospital after getting shot. Yes, he was that's like, what it was. "God, if you if you let me survive this." Frasier's fan club and the rally they held that nobody came to. <laughs> yeah, which is that was it on the news. It was like, is it a rally if no one comes? I also like that Frasier was like, do you know how ridiculous they look? Three people walking in a circle, and I was like, well, they get very dizzy. Yeah. <laughs> and then the one guy who, what did the one guy keep saying? He kept taking the pictures. This is great. This yeah, is that's great. What it was. 
Um, well, the kid was, uh, I forgot that actor's name, but he was in Cabin in the Woods. Did you ever see that? No. <laughs> oh, but I, it's, it's Franz or Franz something. He's done a couple other things, but that's his big, if you've seen Cabin in the Woods, he's the stoner kid who, who you think he's dead and then he comes back. So. Spoiler. spoiler. Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> you should check um, out Cabin in the Woods. It's pretty good. That's not the, that's not the big spoiler, but. Also, at this party, when when Frazier realizes that he doesn't really have fans that are clamoring for him to be back on the airwaves, is when he starts to eat Eating. everything in sight. Also, Which, like, that was a spread for, like, a Thanksgiving dinner, basically. Yes. I was like, why is there a turkey? Two turkeys. Oh gosh, There'll be no turkeys. fighting for drumsticks at this party. <laughs> I must have missed that line. Um, so then we get to uh, Depression. Yes. Where they obviously put Kelsey Grammer in some sort of like fat suit or some extra padding to make him more rotund. It was it was funny because at first I was like, "Oh, is he in a fat suit?" And then he like came around a corner. I was like, "Oh yes, he's definitely in a fat suit." <laughs> well, it's also funny because really it was like only his like middle area that like his face didn't really get any <laughs> didn't get like yeah chubby, it, and you could tell that like you know his legs hadn't gotten <laughs> like he, bigger they, or anything. If he lifted up his, his shirt and he was wearing a tight inner tube, it wouldn't surprise me. Yes, yes. Um, um, Tara pointed this out. He sits in Martin's chair. Yes, I think that's to show how depressed he is. That yeah. like, uh, And also, maybe that's like the only chair he feels like he can really fit in. I mean, who knows? Um, and he's eating, like, looks like some sort of fried chicken type thing. I think the last thing that I have, the thing I have for those is, is I have OMG Frazier's whale. Because when he finally, like, realized... Oh, at first he gets on the uh, nanny cam for... Yes, for uh, eating baby food. Which, do you ever listen to Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend? I do, yeah. Did, didn't they have a big thing where Conan talked about how they used to steal their little brother's uh, banana something baby I, well, food? And so they I, talked say, about I haven't listened it to it in a while, and if I don't know who the person is, I don't care about the person, I don't listen to the interview. So. Oh, I've, I, there's one where they talk about in the back in the back about how he did that, and then the later episode, his uh, uh, producer Matt Gorley gets that baby food, and they try it on the air, and he's like, "This isn't as good as I remember." <laughs> so, fun fact: um, when you know that now they make like baby food in like little pouches and stuff that you like, oh, you, do know, they? Sque- you squeeze and stuff, yeah. Um, when I do, when I would do whole thirties, those were really good snacks on the go. It would be like butternut squash and apple, like in a pouch or something. Yeah. And so I would be like, I don't know, out running errands and driving and be like sucking on a pouch of baby food. Oh, oh, oh yeah. I do know what you're talking about. For some reason I was specifically thinking Gerber and I was like, I didn't know that about Gerber. Gerber. I just remember with the small. Yeah. The little jars. Yeah. 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 Which yeah. they can't do that anymore. That's gotta be like not cost effective. Uh, I mean, they do. So I bought, I used to buy Leo baby food. Um, when he wouldn't eat his food, I would like mix it's in amazing like. amazing how many baby food stories you have for someone who has <laughs> no children. <laughs> I, uh, I would buy, I used to buy Leo this like sweet potato mix and then baby food and then mix it into his food to get him to like take medicine and stuff. Um, and it came in the, almost like those little cups like pudding does. Yeah. So, so, but I think they do still come in the little glass jars too. I, I think they do too, but I think like. I don't know. I feel like they can't have all of them like that. My mom used to uh, have a like White Castle hamburger recipe. Oh. And I asked her about it once after I moved. She goes, oh, first you have to go find the hamburger baby food. <laughs> Which I was like, first of all, like there's a lot going on in this, in this sentence. <laughs> yeah, that's a loaded she, sentence. <laughs> I know. It was like she also it basically made a paste and you like almost just like spread it out on the grill. <laughs> and that's how you made the hamburgers. Also, I was like, like, no, thank you. 
I can't tell you how many children I fed baby food to. So I don't know, like babies. I, I, so I don't know why you're right. like, Laurel has so many baby food stories. I'm like, yeah. And you know what always ends up happening? Aunt Laurel always ends up wearing a lot of baby food by the end. Yeah, I guess I've never really, ba- I didn't babysit much or any of that i I didn't babysit for babies because i never changed a diaper in my life um but like no i'm i mean most of my friends have kids and so i'll often like you know feed their kid or something Mm -hmm. so and that's when i end up wearing like i remember specifically wearing some sort of i think it was like a butternut squash thing that was just like for the rest of the day i just kept finding more like patches of butternut squash um so we're missing one of the big running gags in this, which is at the beginning they were talking about teaching uh, Leo, not Leo, Leo's your dog, teaching, uh, oh my God, Eddie, the <laughs> trick about like, reach for this, it wasn't reach for the sky, but he's like, what, what did he say that made it, him roll it, It's over all him? over? It's all over, yeah. yeah. And so Frazier at the end of he's crazy, like, it's all over, and like, <laughs> Eddie does I, the trick. <laughs> one part that made me, like, actually, like, do one of those like loud guffaw laughs is when they're all trying to say things to comfort Frazier, which by the way, the captions when he was crying on the couch said racking sobs. Um, oh my God. It was awful. Well, and when Daphne's like, like me, Grammy moon used to say, and Kelsey Kramer just goes, ah! yeah. <laughs> burst out laughing. Yeah. I thought this one was good. Do you have uh, any LOLs or anything else you want to talk about? Um, oh, I, yes, I actually do have an LOL, which is after, uh, after Daphne says the Grammy Moon thing, Martin says, what are you trying to do? Kill him? <laughs> and, and, al- and also, when Frazier's... I don't remember what he says, what this is in response to, but he says the only, like... It's when they confront him about the weight he's gained. And he says, like, the only complaint I have is about the, like... I don't know, the, the flexibility of these big and tall lounge pants or something. <laughs> and I just love that <laughs> Frazier's now wearing lounge pants. And I was like, this is Frazier in a quarantine. He's wearing elastic waist pants. He's eating lots of things. It was it was it was a very apropos uh, episode. Um, do you want to rate it? Yes, I think I would give this um, you know seven operettas about the Brownings. I'm gonna give it seven pinatas. I liked nice. it a lot. It was it's really up there. I think it's a good one to jump into. Like it, it it's an interesting state for the show to be in, but does a good job of explaining where it is. And it's it's you know one that's based on. I like ones that have like psychological. I <laughs> flop down. On he just goes flap <laughs> like sorry <laughs> that was leo i'm just laughing at him um i like ones that have psych jokes i love ones that mm-hmm. are based in psychology but not necessarily like it's not so ham-fisted it's also relatable i well i also put in here that um like that it's the most normal niles has been in an yes. episode in a long time well even when he kind of uh pines after daphne it's like she walks out of the room and he's like hold on one second yeah and he's like, I need a minute to do it. And then he's like. I, I, I thought that was like adorable. And even so. now they're both laughing at his jokes that are like yeah. the, uh, you know, oh, I'm horny for you jokes are kind of jokes between both of them. Um, all right. Episode two. Mm-hmm. Frazier's curse. Frazier's high school reunion comes around, but he has come to believe that a curse will hit him with some fresh, misfor- fresh, fresh misfortune as it has for every previous reunion. Now, have we seen other reunions that this has happened, or is this something that's off screen? Not, not in Fraser. We have not. Okay, I was just so. double checking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tara, because the that's last, the last Cheers, one that he. Oh yes, please let us know, Tara. The last one he references is um, when Lil right after Lil divorced him, which the show had, I mean, yes. hadn't started yet. So. Yes. Uh, um, speaking of famous people, did you notice 
a famous person in the coffee house scene where it opens when Niles ends up pouring the whole container of sugar? Swim fan herself, Erica Christensen. Okay, I prefer to think of her as Julia <laughs> on the TV show Parenthood, which is a delightful show that everybody should watch if you have not watched. Yeah, swim fan. So, uh, <laughs> man, I, this one is funny because I remember very much enjoying it, but I didn't watch a whole lot of... Uh, I didn't write a whole lot of notes for it. Well, I mean, you've um, pretty much summed it up. that for, This is Frazier's, I think, 20-year high school reunion. Five years ago, Lilith had just divorced him. Five years before that, Diane had just left him at the altar. And five years before that, he... Well, actually, that's, that's not enough of a... He's been out of high school longer than that, so maybe it's not a 20-year reunion. But five years before that, he had fallen into a poison ivy and was covered... It was, like, covering his face. So... Yes. I, I was trying to gauge, is it it's that he's gone to each of these reunions, right? Like, has he actually attended them, or... I think it's things... Yeah, I think it's things are down, and he goes, and now he's like, well, I'm not going, because things okay. are down again, and it's just something... Or something bad's gonna happen there, I'm gonna end up sitting with the, uh... The, the barbershop quartet. <laughs> yeah, chess club, barbershop quartet, the checkmates. Which I thought was really funny, but also, like, why does the chess club need a barbershop quartet? Couldn't there just be a school barbershop quartet that just happens to have members of the chess club in it? That might have been the situation. I think it was just the nerdiest, excuse me, the nerdiest of the nerdy all were in that they just They just make it sound like these, the barber, the checkmates go to chess matches and are like, like, do-do-do-do-do-do. your night to, to C4. I don't know. <laughs> or, yeah. I don't or, know if that's, I don't know if that's actually a chess thing or, or Battleship, what I just did. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know neither, so. Um, yes. But, um, oh, I was going to say, have we talked on here about high school reunions? I feel like we have, but then I don't remember if it's been on here. Or, or honestly, I feel like I talk about high school reunions a lot to people, so I didn't know if we were one. My is coming up this no, year, or it was supposed to. It's not your 10 year. You're not 27. Oh, God, it's 20. Ah! Sorry. Sorry to really hammer that home. Oh, I don't know why I didn't put that together. It's been 20 uh, years. Um, my class had a 10-year reunion. I did not go. Um, I lived in D.C. And I think I may have even been in Dallas that weekend. And I was like, nope. Um. Mm. And we did not have a 15. I doubt we are... When will my, when will my 20 be? Um, About three years. Yeah, it would be in three years. I, doubt, I mean, I doubt we're going to have that. I, there's... Like, there's literally no one who will plan it. And we I... Had a, we had a five-year, and it was great. <laughs> See, I think a five-year I might have gone to because I was, like, a year out of SMU, and I, might, and I was in that stage of, like... Who are going to be my friends outside of college now? And I might have gone to be like, do I want to stay friends with any of you? And the answer would have been a resounding no. Yeah. It, five years is like we were all still kind of talking to each other. They just rented out a bar. You had to pay. It was $20 to go. Like that was it. Which, you know, like it was $20 to go. And you just paid the thing. You got like four free drink tickets. And then yeah. everybody was just hanging out. And it was a heck of a lot of fun. And then 10, I was like, well, I don't want to like. 10 was like the same thing, only we didn't rent out the bar. So it was, we were just sharing. It wasn't, it, it was the, the green elephant for a while, but then it was. The, oh, then it was home bar? Yeah. So it was home bar or whatever. Oh. And I was like, I don't want to go to the bar. I go to. A Wait, this was, your, this was your high school reunion, not your SMU reunion? This is my high school one for 10 oh. years. I, I'm just surprised because you went to high school in Plano that they would rent a bar by SMU. Uh, I don't know that 10 years ago, 10 years ago, 
that they uh, had a ton of Plano bars. Like, uh, well, Plano I mean, I guess, in... guess I thought they would go to like Addison or something. Anyway, doesn't matter. Mm. Um, yeah, I, um, I I didn't. I had no intention of going to mine. They kept trying to add me to the Facebook group for it, and I just kept deleting myself out of it. Um, but. I think it's not me if I've told this, especially if I told this on the podcast about my friend who went to high school in a small town and was like in charge of her high school reunion. And she like went to SMU with us and everything. Um, I got bad news. I feel like you're going to get through this and that's what I'm going to realize that you said because it sounds familiar, but that's fine. We we can cut it out. (laughs) (laughs) um, Or if it's such a delightful story, we'll leave it in here so people can hear it again. Um, No. So she, I guess maybe she was class president or something because I think that's usually who plans it. And so it was like, at her high school, the 10-year reunion always has two functions. There's something in the afternoon because she grew up in a small town, so most people at 10 years after high school have kids. She did not. but mm. So it's like there's always like a picnic on a Saturday afternoon where people bring their kids and everything, and then there's something more formal and just for adults that night, like a dinner of some sort at like you know the local like events hall, VA club, or like whatever. Um, and so she works out a great deal with like the local country club for like it's like $25 a person and that gets you like this Italian food buffet and they get to use the like one of the small ballrooms and you get like a drink ticket and after that it's a cash bar or whatever and the they're going to do the picnic in the afternoon and the picnic is like I don't know they're going to have barbecue catered but it's bring your own drinks and like all that sort of thing Mm. so she's like great so she posts this in the Facebook group and people are like, let's, let's call her Amanda. People are like, oh my God, Amanda, $25 a person. I have to get a sitter too. Will there be childcare provided? And she's like, will there be childcare provided? Like, like are, like, are you going to have a room with like two or three adults and like put on some movies? Like basically people, out. people were like, what am I supposed to do with my children? And so her family was like business owners in the town and, you know, well to do. And people were like, why doesn't your family just pay for all of this? I so, have a shocked face right now, listeners. So about two weeks out or maybe like a week out or something, she posted in there in the face. She, she was like, I am done. I, I now like I didn't care about this in the first place. And now I definitely don't care about this. So she posted in the group and was like. Um, hi everybody. Due to due to low ticket sales, the Saturday night thing has been canceled, um, and we're now gonna provide dessert at the Saturday picnic. And she went to the picnic for like thirty minutes and then peaced out. And then all these people were like, "Oh, oh, I didn't know. I was just waiting until the last minute to buy my ticket." She's like, "Nope, nope, we're not, Ugh. we're not doing this." And she was like, "I'm not planning another. I don't know if she's ever planned another reunion." She's like, "I'm not doing this ever again. That's, these people that's... are the worst." Yeah, that's why I, like, I mean, I can understand this being very hard to hear all this, but, like, when I plan stuff, it's like, this is what we're doing. If anyone would like to show up, this is when it'll be happening. Yeah, yeah, well, and it's also, like, once you invite people in to make decisions is when it all goes haywire. You've got to just kind of be like, here's here's what we're doing. Yeah, I yeah, I get that. I, that, that yeah, you haven't told that story. Or if, if, if It was so shocking the first time it blasted out of my memory. <laughs> Yeah, I just like that's one thing I always remember. Is child care provided? I was like, don't have kids if you can't handle them, or don't come. Well, and people were also just basically like, oh, Amanda has gotten too big for her britches, and now she lives in the big city and like doesn't like doesn't know like 
that $25 is a lot of money to some of us. And she's like, then don't go. But like $25 for like drink ticket, Italian food buffet, the room rental, like. Those people suck. Um... Yeah. So Frazier goes, um, he has a job interview that day. So he's talking to Niles about the curse. Niles is like, you. Oh God, I forgot about that job interview. <laughs> Niles is like, you are better than this. You are a man of science. You know, there's no such thing as the curse. And Frazier goes to this job interview and just completely bungles it from the beginning. <laughs> is this, is this what Niles gives him? Is that the pep talk? He says, segue yeah. to the peppy part. Yes. He's like, <laughs> you, yeah, exactly. Um, Frazier goes, the guy's name is Mr. Rugley. Frazier, um, and he, the guy has, like, a terrible, either a terrible toupee or just a terrible head of hair. Yes, because um, he calls him Mr. Rug, and then it looks up, and then his, his head, is just, his hair is just going... It's like, just shifted forward. forward. But first, Frazier treats him, like, assumes that he's the assistant, and is also, like, rather uh, pompous might be the right word, or, like, condescending, where he's like, oh, could you fetch me a coffee before this? He's Actually, definitely fussy. Yeah, and... It's funny, I um, I read one of my favorite blogs, Ask a Manager, is all about, like, career advice, and people have written in with stories about job candidates being snooty to the receptionist or something, and that the receptionist is often in the, like, discussion about who they should hire, and that they're always, like, be, or one person said the CEO would often sit at the receptionist desk and see how mm -hmm. people treated them when they came in and use that as a, you know, to judge people on their interviews. So when I went in for my current job interview, I mean, I'm nice to everybody, but I was like, you know, especially nice. And even our, I, our, 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 one of some of our interns were at the front desk when like the person I hired came in and they were like, oh, we were hoping you were going to hire her. She was really nice to us. Yeah. I, I mean, I also never asked for anything short of like, maybe I go, can you tell me, can I get a water? That's like yeah, it. Yeah. At, at my job interview, they, they offered me like water or soda or something. And I was like... You know, but I, I, I think that's also water. part of his identity he's lost is the, that yes. he used to probably go places and be like, bring me chamomile with just a spot of soy milk. Blur. Yeah, he's like a little bit of lemon and a teaspoon of honey. I was like, what's, what's the order that they repeated 900 times? That you Half calf, low fat, no foam latte. That one. <laughs> I, I did enjoy back to the previous episode for a second when he and Niles meet up at Nervosa at the end. And, um, and they're like, I know what you want. And it's the like extra whip mocha with a um yeah. a linder tort on the side oh and a bear claw and i was like oh my god yeah <laughs> so not only does he call the focus on the guys on saying rug when the guy's toupee <laughs> is falling he then criticizes the for the person he would be replacing who is the guy's mother yes and then breaks a figurine that the guy's father made after he had a stroke. <laughs> Which is a good bit of physical comedy, him trying to, like, accidentally break it and, like, hide it. Like, his face is really good. It's, yes. I mean, the camera's right up in his business, but it's, I just, that was really well done by uh, Kelsey Grammer. It was. It was. Um, so he does not get that job. Also, I was like, Frazier, do a little bit of homework. Find out why the previous person left and stuff. Don't go in there, like, ready to talk about everything they did wrong i'm wondering if he could find anything out because this is still 98 or 99 so it's not like the internet is... i feel like bb would not send him in there unprepared yeah the bb has a big presence in this in either this one or the last one or both and like without having a, a physical presence i forgot about that it's, it's true we just I, she must have been um she must have been busy harriet sandsman harris mm -hmm. 
Well, or she's too big for these episodes. I mean, once you put BB in, she just becomes the center of that episode. Oh, that's that's a really Frazier. good point. Yeah, there's not an episode where she's just like a supporting player. Right. Um. So this is when he decides things are going to go terribly wrong. I'm just giving up and I'm not going to the. Yes. He goes. He's giving up, and then he makes some kind of like opera comment that makes Niles. He said, says, he, he said that his interview went as well as somebody's like symphony at Dresden. And Niall says, and you left him alone? Yeah, and he goes in there and his head's in the oven. And he's like, that's what this is from. I have a note on here that says, it's electric. And I could not remember what this is from. Yes. And he goes in and, he, and Fraser hits his head and he goes, he goes, it's electric. <laughs> like He doesn't have his head in the oven. But can we also talk for a second? Niles comes into the apartment with Martin who has Eddie in a shopping cart and Martin says I'm not going to that store across the street anymore they don't let me bring Eddie in there and I was like yeah Martin does not strike me as the type of person who would want to bring his dog into a store he strikes me as the type of person who would be like I can't believe they let dogs in here I don't know Especially if I agree with that I think he'd want to bring I think he'd want to bring Eddie everywhere I don't know I, I, he doesn't strike me as the type of person who would be upset that a supermarket was like, no, you can't bring your dog in here. I feel like he might just tie him to a tree outside. Oh, oh, th- that is awful. Okay. I hate, I hate seeing that. So I don't like it, but I yeah. feel like it was a little more prevalent in the nineties. Yeah. I just, I'm sorry. Leo would be gone in a second. Somebody would take him. Look at this face. Mm. I mean. Yeah. They take one look at that, that huge caboose of his and have to take him home <laughs> okay people are now gonna think that leo like has, <laughs> is like, like a weeble <laughs> yeah, yes <laughs> he is perfectly proportioned <laughs> so he's not going to this uh reunion but he forgot to tell Roz, who was going to be his date who shows yes. up looking stunning i i, I was uh, like oh ryan must really enjoy this well her hair was really close to her head so i wasn't super into it um I, I miss her season one and two hair. Uh, but that she does talk hair. about Miguel. She says something about Miguel doing her hair. And I'm like, who's Miguel? I assume her hairstylist. Right. But I want to I see this Picasso. Oh. Who's been yeah. working on the Mona Lisa for so many. Okay. So, da Vinci. I, I understand that that okay. was a mixed metaphor. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, it's true. But or yes. is he the one who convinced her to cut her mermaid hair and we hate him? I, I need to know more about Miguel. That's uh, just it. Okay, well, you'll really enjoy the episode where we meet Miguel then. Do we meet Miguel? No! Oh, okay. <laughs> or do we? We've got, you know, 160, 70 more episodes of this thing. They, eventually they're going to be like, didn't we mention Roz's hairdresser? Let's go meet Miguel. I don't know. So I, I thought it was just so funny that also Martin brings the shopping cart all the way back to their apartment. I'm like... Yes. You can't do that, Martin. <laughs> we used to, I used to live in an apartment that was kind of near a giant in a giant supermarket, not just a, you know, fairy tale giant. Um, that, that was I mean, for more for the That too, but that's not relevant to the story. Yes. So. yes. We used to just walk the, I'd walk the shopping cart all the way back to the apartment, load everything into the apartment, and then walk it back to the giant. And it was a good two or three blocks away. <laughs> well, now I feel like most stores, they're, they're, um wheels lock if you take them past like the stripe so you can't like in the parking lot so you can't take really them. oh yeah that might be a downtown thing i don't know they do it so much here um i mean no i first saw it at like the grocery store by my parents huh no i don't know um, i guess i haven't tried to steal a cart in a while i just ride them back when i return them Whee! <laughs> the, the safeway um <laughs> that i lived by in dc affectionately known as soviet safeway it was it was a tiny tiny store and you couldn't even push the carts 
out from under the awning of the building because I mean there was Why no was parking. Why was it called Soviet Safeway? Why was it called Soviet Safeway? Yeah, was it? So first, every Safeway in DC has a nickname, um, but that one was Soviet Safeway because um, it would often be out of entire like um, like food groups, like the entire bread aisle would just be empty, or um, once. Uh, almost all the meat in like the like ground beef for example was all past its expiration date and you're just like what <laughs> or like you you go to the produce section it would be like onions safeways <laughs> just all onions like like the only thing there Hello, was onions. excuse me do you have any zucchini no it's only onions welcome to soviet safeway <laughs> i mean that was pretty much it like i used to say that that was the one store you would never impulse buy at because there's nothing there that tempted you there wasn't a bakery yes. section there wasn't a butcher like, Safeway was, there was such a, like a, it was real hit or miss. Oh, the Spectrum, yes. Because yes. the, the Georgetown Safeway, known as Social Safeway, was a mecca. Like, it was beautiful and enormous, and I loved it. But, yeah, no, the one by me, I mean, it was also tiny. It was, like, basically a glorified CVS, so. Yeah. Um, what else we got on the, I mean, um, I guess. I have... Oh, another thing. Man, there's a lot that happened in that elevator ride with Martin and Niles. Martin invites Niles to a seized property auction that the police are having. I oh, would right, love right. to go to a seized property auction. Are those open to the public? I don't know. I think they... I, I, there was somebody I knew at SMU who bought a... Uh, like an old cop car. It was either an old cop car or an old ambulance. It was an old ambulance. Oh. And we kept joking about, oh, we should do it like a... We should do it like the uh, Ghostbusters car. Because that's like an old hearse or something. Oh, yeah. Or maybe an old, old ambulance. But they got it taken away. Like, So it was one of those guys who, like, you know how there were people at SMU who were rich? I, that's the stupidest sentence I've ever heard. <laughs> of course you know say. that. But I mean, but it, was, like, it okay. was Southern Millionaires University. Because you and I know this. We, we, are, we too are trust fund babies. This, this guy was rich as if, like, two, he was me and then two years before his family got rich. Because he would do stuff like... He bought a ambulance at a police auction. He would drive up and down 75 and pull people over because they just see the, the things and they pull over and then he'd drive off until he got caught by the cops and they, they he paid the fine and then just never went and got his car because he's like, I don't want it anymore. So they impounded his car and then I guess it it was it went to another police auction. Yeah, oh my gosh. And then somebody else could wow. Well, I so I had a friend in high school whose dad um was her dad a mechanic or did he just like fixing up cars on the side? Anyway, every car in her family, her dad had bought at a police auction and like just yeah. you know, fixed up. And, and she and her sister knew how to change oil. They knew how to change a tire. They knew how to like, I mean, they knew how to work on cars. So listeners, if you ever gotten anything at a police auction, let us know. Oh, or if there's a way to find out when police auctions are happening. Like I just, I would just, the spectacle alone. I just want to see all the things. <laughs> Let's have our live episode at a police auction. <laughs> they would love that. <laughs> I The other thing I was going to say that we kind of missed was uh, Frazier ends up trying to return the uh, the shopping cart. Yes, with, with the someone, dog food. With the dog food and someone throws away a bunch of cans. And he goes, the recycling's over there. And gets like really indignant about it. So he's digging them out of the, the, the trash. And he sees someone from his high school reunion. And yes. he's just like, they're like, he's like, the guy will not believe he's not homeless, which yes. was a funny situation. But I was also like, F that guy. Like, like, get over yourself. If he says he's not homeless, believe him. I, I mean, I, yes. And I, when he was he like. He did go to the same school Frazier did. So who God knows how, how this person turned out. Yes. Um, 
also, the, I mean, Frazier's was like, I live in that luxury apartment right there. I was like, well, okay, I mean, that sounds a little delusional. But when he was like, no, the dog food belongs to my father. I was like, that doesn't sound that weird. Yeah, your dad has a dog. <laughs> Yeah, but I like I when, when the guy gives him the money. He's like, use it for food. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he ends up going to the the uh, reunion to... Brag about a job that he's gotten. That he thinks he's got. Yes. Which it turns out Martin was lying about just so he'd have something to brag about. But then Daphne finds out that the station manager like is also going to the... And is the chair of the reunion committee. So, of course, is going to be there. <laughs> yes. But uh, the episode ends in, I think, a pretty funny way where uh, Fraser is kind of walking from table to table and no one really seems to want to sit with him except this this group of three other men. And he goes, and he sits down. And he, uh, does he say, like, hit it, boys, or something like that? But he's real sad about it. And they end up singing Cody Island Baby. Yes. And, like, Fraser's going along with it. And he's got all the, like, oh, baby, but, yeah. you know, all those parts. But he seems so just downtrodden. Just well, over it. That was also not the ending. The ending has Roz at cafe nervosa in her fancy dress and then she goes to pour sugar into her coffee and some the there's a cute guy so did hulu must have turned it off after did that. hulu yeah. skip your because hulu skipped half the credits for me i was i was not by my remote i was like in the kitchen watching the closing credits and then it just will start playing the next episode i was like no and then yeah, i, I yeah, so yeah. i actually didn't finish it but then i remembered like rosin's up like pouring all the sugar into her coffee and laurel just did her best like uh kermit the frog introducing a new act on the muppet show <laughs> 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 next um, up is elton john and fozzy the bear <laughs> <laughs> um oh man i missed the muppet show um I wish that was on Disney Plus. What, you are just all, you are so active tonight. What is happening? Thank you. He just usually oh. like sleeps the whole time. <laughs> um, also, do you have I, any LOLs? I dropped some green beans into his water bowl accidentally. So I think he's like, um, <laughs> nothing gets you a little more antsy in the pantsy <laughs> than some green beans in your water. I mean, Leo loves new, green beans. New flavor of LaCroix coming soon. <laughs> I mean, Big Swig does have a cucumber, like, prickly pear flavor. That's That was my intro to Big Swig. Anyway, I didn't have any LOLs. I like this one, but yeah, I, where would you rate this one? So, I didn't... It's different than the last episode, but I did like this one. Uh, mainly because I kind of like watching Frasier, like, fall on his face, even though we're supposed to feel a little bad for him. Um, I mean, I, I kind of would give this... I know, okay, I'm not going to do halves, because I'm trying to not do halves. I'm going to give this one six. I'm the same way where I kind of want to give it a 6.5, but yeah, I'm going to give it a 6. I thought it was it was not as good as the previous one, but I think it's good. Um, I, I, I would give yeah. it 6 shopping carts. Oh, I would give it 6 uh, Coney Island babies. Hello, man. I don't know the rest of that song. Um, yeah, guys, so if you want to talk to us about what you thought about this episode, if you want to tell us a fun story from your high school reunion, send us an email. We are craniacs at gmail.com. That's C-R-A-N-E-I-A-C-S. We are at Craniacs on Twitter. Uh, check us out on Facebook. Search for Craniacs, a, a Facebook podcast is almost what I keep saying. Fraziracs, Fra- uh, a... Fra- I'm having a stroke, Laurel. Help me. <laughs> oven uh, stove, cra- oven stove. <laughs> yeah, Craniacs, a uh, Frasier podcast on Facebook. We are on Overcast, Stitcher, Spotify, and iTunes. Please give us a five-star review. It really helps us out. Uh, and if you feel like giving us less than a five-star review, Laurel might have something else you could do. Um, yeah, this week, some worlds colliding happened to me. Um, a podcast that I've listened to is actually the very first podcast I listened to, Pop Culture Happy Hour from NPR. Um, they 
typically they've changed their format since I first started listening, but they cover kind of one thing in pop culture, whether it's a TV show or a movie. And then at the end of the, each episode, the hosts say, what's making us happy this week? And it's usually a piece of pop culture. Sometimes it's something like one of them got a new dog or whatever. But um, this past week, Linda Holmes, who is the main host and the um, pop culture reporter for NPR, talked about how she's, you know, watched all of Cheers and has watched all of like Roseanne and stuff. And so recently she'd gotten into Frasier and it's uh, her little, you know, bit talking about it is delightful. She says um, something I think is very funny where she's like, there's basically only three episodes of Frasier. And when you turn it on, you're like, which of those three episodes is it going to (laughs) be? What do you think they are? The farce? The, 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 um, well, would you, is the farce like also what I could consider like the mistaken identity, where it's yes, like okay. you know, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I need to think more about that. To me, it's for, late. we're a little tired. Yeah, I, <laughs> maybe I, we'll I, do this. Trying to save this this for another episode. I, I'm I'm very tired because of the rain on Friday night and me baking sourdough at three a.m. Um, <laughs> so anyway, it was just it's always nice to hear somebody who's. I, I couldn't tell if she's watched Frasier before. I think she's watched it some before, but now she's actually watching it in its entirety. Um, and it's just nice to hear, you know, somebody whose opinion you respect has introduced you to so many things, really, you know, talk about a show that, that you're watching. Um, and so I'm going to plug our podcast to her on the old Twitters. We are kind of friends. Um, uh, our dogs went to the same daycare in D.C. And um, I have met her twice. And... She occasionally likes tweets. I tweet at her. Oh my goodness. We're basically best friends. <laughs> she also wrote a book last year called Evie Drake. Um, Evie Drake or Evie Drake starts over. It was one of Jenna's book club picks on the Today Show for the month of July. So if you need a quarantine book, go ahead and read that. Evie Drake starts over by Linda Holmes. Well, cool, guys. Two recommendations. Two. Two recommendations. Boom. It's a... It's a doubleheader today on Craniacs. But yeah, check that out, guys. And uh, until next time, I'm Ryan. I'm Laurel. And we're listening. Bye, y'all.